At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. This episode of Business Inspires is brought to you by the village of Marble Cliff. Small village, big thinking. Find everything you need at marblecliff.org. This is Business Inspires, a monthly podcast of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. To run a successful business, you need resources, valuable connections, and community recognition. Business Inspires will provide you with the tools, resources, and examples to inspire you to create the business you're envisioning. I'm Stephanie Evans, and I am the Executive Director of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. Today, I'm talking with Andrea Lukic, owner of Cats Only Veterinary Clinic in Upper Arlington. Welcome, Andrea, and thank you for joining me today. Thanks, Stephanie. It's a pleasure to be here. So your story is a little different than some of our previous guests. Um, You didn't start your business, right? No, no. I was lucky enough to purchase um, an existing business that has a great reputation, and uh, we're just going to keep rolling with it going forward. And how long ago was that? It was three years ago. Three years ago. Mm-hmm. Does it seem like yesterday or yes. does it seem like years ago? I cannot believe that time is flying by so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, we're going to come back to some more great, of those questions great. about the business. But I want to start off by asking you a question that we ask all of our guests. And that is, when you were a child, what did you want to be when you grow up? And how does that tie into what you do today? Oh, it's everything that I do today, um, but nothing that I do today. Um, I wanted to be a veterinarian like nobody's business. My father was a veterinarian. My mom still is a veterinary nurse, non-practicing. The woman's unemployable, but (laughs) she's retired (laughs) now. Um, But I grew up with this a veterinary family. And of uh, five sisters, I was the only one who wanted to to continue with it. Um, went to uh, Catholic school and got great grades. And I was um, uh, coming to OSU to go to veterinary school. And then I realized all the social things that you can do at Ohio State. Um, so uh, that became a huge focus. And my grades slipped a little, a lot. And uh, unfortunately, I didn't get into veterinary school um, after applying. Um, so I thought I would take some time off and and uh, um, work in the field some more and then kind of fix up my grades and fix up my resume and all that stuff, making myself look more marketable. So I found Cats Only Veterinary Clinic and started working there as a receptionist. And uh, 25 years later, I'm the owner of Cats Only Veterinary Clinic. That's amazing. It's a great it was, story. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's a great story because mm-hmm. it got me to where I wanted to be, and I didn't really know that this is the side of veterinary medicine that I really wanted. So it uh, it, it worked out the way it was yeah, supposed to. Yeah, kind of the business side of it yep. might be your stronger side of it. It, it really way. is. As I'm looking at the veterinarians and the nursing staff that I work with every day, I see, you know, I mean – Crack decisions have to be made and just lives are on the line. And I think, oh my gosh, did I dodge a bullet? You know, I don't know if that pressure, um, is, was really right for me. Um, and I just, I love what I'm doing and I'm able to, to employ those people who can make those decisions a lot better, a lot quicker than I could. So, yeah. 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 Well, it really is a great story. And I love that, um, you still sort of stuck with your passion. Mm-hmm. You know, you graduated, but you found a job, maybe not the one you thought you would have, right. but, um, one in the the industry, yep. and 
And look where it's led you. I know. Right? I know. Right? Like, seriously, I think about it every day. Like, this this path was meant to, like, I took a divergent path and then it just converged and I'm, I'm exactly where I needed to be. And, um, you know, I was disappointed for a while when I was younger. Yeah, of course. More myself because I didn't, you know, do better in school. Um, but it, I got to see other strengths that I had that I was kind of overlooking or just didn't really develop until I was older. And now that I'm more mature, I realize that this is just such a good fit for me. Yeah. And, yeah. It wasn't meant to be. It was. It really was. Yeah. It really, really was. Yeah. So. yeah. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit more about Cats Only. Oh, I love Cats Only. Oh, I love Cats Only. It's my favorite topic of conversation, much to my friends and family's <laughs> chagrin. Um, so we have been in business for 31 years this year. Um, the original owner, Dr. Cynthia Bolin, thought that cats and cat people deserved something different. They, these little creatures are not small dogs. And unfortunately, um, Ohio State and the veterinary schools kind of look at kitty cats as a secondary animal. The dogs are, um, are, are really America's pet. So a lot of the kitty cat medications and kitty cat techniques were just, um, uh, kind of masked as, or I guess small dog stuff was masked as, this is for cats. Um, so she thought, let's, let's do better. Let's do better for these little creatures. So she opened up Cats Only on Riverside Drive. We're in the same location, um, in Upper Arlington. And, uh, immediately it took off. People who have cats want something different and they really do get that whole different experience when they come to Cats Only. Uh, kitty cats are treated like the special creatures that they are, not small dogs. Um, even our equipment um, and handling techniques are based specifically for these little guys versus a uh, 20-pound Rottweiler. Um, cat Cats have their own personalities and own needs, and we're here to meet that that niche for them. Right. I remember one thing that you said uh, to me when, when I was up visiting one day, uh, that the the cats are more comfortable coming in because they're they don't get scared when there's a dog in the waiting room next right. to them. There's right? no big giant black nose coming towards their little their little carrier. Um, they're isolated from other um, animals. They're in their own little crates and carriers, um, and they're surrounded by their own familiar smells. And nothing's coming at them mm-hmm. um, to make them nervous or scared. I'm sure they walk in that door with some trepidation. I mean, I go to the doctor and I feel the same way. So I know that that anxiety is still there. But we're trying to do everything we can to keep that anxiety at a minimum for not only um, their mom and dad, but also the little patients that they bring in. Right. So um, you're kind of in a niche market, right? Um, And from your website, uh, you have a great website. Thank you. Thank you so much. I feel like um, part of your, I'm I'm sure it's part of your business strategy or your marketing plan is more than just the the doctor visit itself, right? I mean, you have a blog Mm -hmm. about cat care. um, So that's kind of an educational resource for the cat owner. Um, I also noticed that you have a, um, you call it a co-management program mm-hmm. where you refer to the primary care yep. veterinarian <laughs> as me, yeah. right? So th- your, your business strategy or your, your marketing there with, yeah. with that. We want to be a resource not only to pet owners, but to um, the pet and veterinary community as a whole. Um, again, because a lot of education is geared toward the smaller dog, um, cat seen as a smaller dog. Um, a lot of people uh, who are in the veterinary industry don't have the same tools that we do to to work with these animals. So we're going to work with your your cat's primary care um, veterinarian to help um, strategize on what we could be doing differently for that patient. We don't necessarily need 
that patient to come to us, but we want to help your doctor manage your cat's care. Um, so we work in conjunction with Ohio State University College of Veterinary Medicine. We work with MedVet, and we'll work with the local veterinarians on cases that might be a little challenging for that specific, um, you know, instance, um, and then return that patient for its continuing care to the veterinarian, the family veterinarian that they're so comfortable with. Um, so we want to be um, collegiate and cooperative with um, the other veterinary hospitals um, and industry in the area. Um, ideally, they become our patients because they realize it's a different experience. Um, but we don't, we don't want to poach anybody's, you know, anybody's yeah. cases. We want yeah. the owners to be satisfied with the care that they're getting where they feel that their cat is getting the best care. Yeah. So you've really established yourself as a specialist. We are. Yeah. Dr. Yeah. Um, Ashley Sapphire just recently became board certified in feline medicine. So she's taken those extra courses and extra steps um, to become uh, specialized. She can use the word, the title expert, um, because she has um, decided to to better her education there. Uh, we're also starting a feline residency program for other candidates who want to, to pursue feline medicine. We'll be the fourth in the world. Um, who offer the feline residency program. And Dr. Amanda Kennedy is um, currently uh, one of our associates at Cats Only, but she's going to be entering the program this spring. Wow, that's really so, awesome. It's really awesome. Yeah, it's really exciting. exciting. And um, you know, again, it benefits us. It benefits um, our patients, our clients, but ultimately it benefits the whole community of cat owners because they know they can come here to us and see multiple specialists to get those little kitties diagnosed correctly yeah. and treated well. And you guys were expanding, I believe, the last time I was there. Like, yep. The other half of your space wasn't yes. quite Ready yes. yet. Yep. So we're looking to do, um, to offer more services that our clients are demanding. I tell you, the kitty cat business is not just medical. It's also therapeutic. We want, um, it's also, uh, boarding and grooming. Um, mom and dad want their kitty cats to look good as well as feel good. So we do a lot of haircuts and baths and sometimes it's, function over fashion. But uh, we hope these kitty cats feel better after spending some time with us. So yeah, we have expanded our boarding facility for our patients as well as the grooming services. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Okay. So let's switch back to the business. Please. Uh, in terms of you, you buying the business. Okay. So you said the business itself has been around for 31 mm -hmm. years. You bought it three years ago, yes. right? Um, what made you decide to buy the business? Like, how did it present itself? Sure, sure. Um, veterinarians now, unfortunately, are coming out of school with huge debt. Um, to become a veterinarian is almost like becoming a medical doctor. You are getting saddled with huge student debt. Um, so a lot of veterinarians now are not interested in owning practices. They're looking to practice the medicine that they went to school and studied so hard to do. They don't want to deal with the management side and owning a business and all that stuff that kind of takes away from patient care. So veterinarians who are looking to retire are finding that market to sell their practices smaller and smaller. Um, the state of Ohio passed a law saying that non-veterinarians could own practices. So this was something that immediately piqued my interest because not being a veterinarian, I thought I was at a huge disadvantage and I wouldn't ever be able to own the practice that, that I love so much. Um, but the state of Ohio said, let's do it. Let's go ahead and take a chance on you. Wow. So it's a little unusual because I am not able to dictate any medical medicine um, because I'm not a veterinarian. Right. Um, but I have this great team. And as I mentioned, Dr. Sapphire is a board-certified veterinarian in feline medicine. She is coming up with um, the protocols. Um, she and I talked together on the what we envision the practice to look like and what kind of care we're going to provide to these kitty cats. So um, I wasn't afraid at all to take on this responsibility because of the team that I have built with me. Okay. 
Um, so when you decided you were going to buy the business, mm-hmm. what's the best piece of advice that you got from someone? Don't take no for an answer. <laughs> oh my gosh. I seriously um, was told no so many times because I'm not a veterinarian. And the banks and lenders would say to me, um, what's going to happen if your veterinarian's quit or if they retire or if they're injured, how are you going to pay this note? And I was like, we're going to figure it out. We Ohio State University is three miles down the street. And I know that there are cat people who want to provide the best medicine, to practice the finest medicine. Um, and those people will find us and they have. So when someone says no, you have to look at alternative solutions and don't wait for them to come up with them. You have to think outside of the box and come ready to battle that no. I mean, at the minute, if you, if there's any sign of hesitation, then you're not ready. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's (laughs) a huge crack. So just get ready to counter that no immediately. And any idea and any, um, these, these ideas and are not far-fetched. I mean, they, people want to see you succeed. And when they tell you, no, they just make you think harder on how you can succeed. So, uh, Good for you. So passionate about it because I was told no so many times. Oh my gosh. I, you know, I don't think I ever really thought about it so much. I mean, I, I knew that you were not a vet, mm-hmm. but I never thought that it would take a law to allow yeah. you to buy a vet practice. Yeah. Because you needed, historically, you needed a license to practice veterinary medicine. And I'm not practicing the medicine, I'm just supplying everything to enable my amazing team to practice their medicine. So that that risk for them is gone. I've assumed that. And they're assuming right. all the actual patient care risk. It know. seems like a great balance. It really, really is. And you it worked in the, really, the front office. Or yeah, the, the, I mean, growing up, over dinner, we talked about, you know, my parents, oh. we talked about cases and we talked about management. And um, in school, I was an um, agricultural economics major. So numbers have always been something that have floated in my head. And I thought, I'm not going to use this stuff. I'm going to be a right. vet. And then it just turned around that I use it every stinking yeah. day. <laughs> well, and interestingly enough, you know, the um, vets, and it's probably true with doctors, um, that they're not necessarily trained in how to run a business. Right. They're trained in how to take, to care, take of care of their humans or their their exactly and, exactly um, the animals and, and not so much in how to do the the office management right. piece yeah. of it. So they don't want to deal and they shouldn't have to deal with the HR and the supplying problems and the um, just the day-to-day facility management. They right. need to take care and focus all of their energy on that one patient in front of them. You know, and I would think that it makes them happier not having so. to deal with that. And then you know, it's, it seems like the perfect balance. Right. I, I agree. Yeah. I feel I'm, I am. I didn't yeah. ask the veterinarians. I honestly, but I think <laughs> I think they're pretty happy. Doctor Kennedy always puts on her social media like hashtag I love my job. So oh, and that awesome. makes me feel so yeah. good. Yeah. Um, what would you say is the biggest challenge in owning your own business? Oh my gosh. The biggest challenge is, uh, honestly, it's usually personnel issues and it's not because we don't have a great team or, or, um, a great, um, group of, of ladies who work at cats only. It's finding cat people. Um, they're out there. I think that a lot of veterinary nurses, Columbus State and Bradford are pulling, are turning out veterinary nurses. It's such a, a huge demand right now. Um, but when you're in school and veterinary school too, you think of all the animals that you're going to help. You're going to help the birds and the turtles and the guinea pigs and the puppies, um, to, to dedicate your career, especially so early in your career to one species is, 
it takes a special person to want to do that. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's um, usually finding that person who really does have the passion and the dedication to want to be the best, like literally the best in one species, one field um, is is challenging. Once we find those people, though, I mean, they're, they're home. They've found their home, yeah. and they can practice their best So medicine. some people come in and think that might be the thing and then yeah. realize, oh, no, I do kind of miss the I dogs. I miss the puppies. The I turtles miss the, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I, uh, when I started working at Cancel Me, I had five dogs and I thought, well, I can go home and get my dog fix if I want to. And then as my dogs and I aged through the Cats Only experience and they, they left us, we replaced them with cats. And now I can't imagine my life <laughs> with five dogs again. Five dogs. That's a lot. That's a lot of dogs. So. One's plenty, really. <laughs> Honestly, I agree with that. So yeah. how many cats do you have now? I have three and three is a really good number. <laughs> I, we have enough cat hair around the house that it seems like more cats, but. That's just a testament to my poor housekeeping. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> um, so when you have a challenge, um, so your personnel <clears throat> is a challenge, but um, how do you persevere? What do you what do you tell yourself? How do you stay on task? Oh wow! Um, usually, it's we have talk each other. We're going to find that person. I know we're kind of shorthanded right now and I know it's cold and flu season and we have two technicians out with the flu and, you know, Dr. Johnson has the sniffles and, um, we just literally just, we're, we're here for that patient. We're here for the cat that we're working with right now. And we all pull together as a team and we leave the sniffles at the back door and we leave our, you know, um, you know, anything that's bugging us at home and we rally around that one patient and we know that getting him home to his family is the most, it's, it's the biggest priority we have that day. And honestly, at the end of the day, we all are exhausted and we feel so good because we know that we helped these pet parents and their kitties, um, despite the challenges. It, uh, some days are just working lean is hard in any, honestly, in any business, right. Chick-fil-A, if they, if people call off, I mean, that's a rough day for them too. Right. Um, but just being able to celebrate that we got through the day and we did the best, we provided the finest care for these cats is just something that gets us through to the next day. Yeah. So it doesn't sound like you ever have a bad day. Oh my gosh. No, I don't. Honestly, I don't. <laughs> if I swear to God, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. I say this every day. I think every day I I bought my job, you know, that's kind of silly, <laughs> but I have loved it from the day I, I started there. And I want everyone that I work with to get that same feeling. So I really try to make sure our culture is fun, even on the saddest days and on the most horrible days. Um, again, leaving the office with a grateful heart, knowing that you helped somebody, even if it was a sad day, it's you helped somebody. And oh, it feels so good. It feels so, so good. So do you think that that your passion as a child to, to be a vet mm-hmm. Um, and then where you are now, do you think that that drive sort of comes from the desire to help people? Oh. Or, well, I mean, you're yeah. helping animals, and by helping the animals, you're helping people. Truly, yeah. You're helping it was, everyone. A lot of people go into veterinary medicine because they love animals so much, and they don't realize or they realize later that Fluffy doesn't drive himself to the vet. Like, that that person, or that cat has its person. Um, and so people who don't want to interact with people. This really isn't the job for them because it's right. all interaction and public, uh, public service. Um, did I know I wanted to help people? No, no, it was their pets. But now that I, you know, I've stepped back and I've been in the business for so long, it's, it's every day you're helping the people because the cats help the people. They do. That's right. what, oh, all yeah. it is. They're so mm-hmm. therapeutic. Um, and it's just, 
<laughs> it's just great to see the enrichment that we bring to the cats' lives and the cats bring to the people. It's 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 so cool. It yeah. is really, really So in a way it's something you've discovered about yourself yep, along the definitely. way too. Like that you didn't realize yep. that maybe that was part of the the drive or exactly. Exactly. An unexpected outcome. Yep. Yeah. Very true. Very, yeah. very true. Yeah. That's really <laughs> awesome. Um what kinds of sacrifices, personal or professional, do you feel like you have to make when you own your own business? I seriously thought I was going to own this business and I'm like, I'm going to go on vacation more. That has not happened. <laughs> um, honestly, the buck stops with me. I mean, honest, when, when something happens medically and the, maybe the outcome for the kitty cat doesn't, isn't anticipated. Um, the doctors take, I mean, the whole staff takes that to heart. Like they, it's very personal for them. Um, and even though I'm not in the medicine, it's, it's very personal to me too, because what could we have done as a team differently? What could we have done, um, technically differently, medically differently? Um, some days are really, you just, you just have sad days and, um, sorry. (laughs) Um, it's, it's hard to comfort everybody when you're, you know, you're uncomfortable too. It's when when you're having a hard time too. Mm -hmm. But I think that that's not just a business owner thing. I think that's across the board in people who work with, um, in the healthcare field and in the, in industries like that. Um, it's just something you have to, you just, yeah, you, yeah. I mean, and I don't want to think you ever get used to, you it. don't, and and you don't ever get comfortable with it. And if you do, you need a vacation. You really need to, to take some time off and, and, you know, recharge your batteries and stuff mm-hmm. like that. If you do get comfortable with that. So, um, so you've probably sacrificed vacations. There's that you some vacations. You might have had. We, there's no snow days for cats only, you know, and I, honestly, I don't, you know, we, I don't want to, minimize what we do because we we're lifesavers we help we help these patients we help these kitties um and sometimes people will roll their eyes and it's not like you're the er you're not like osu emergency service or the james and i'm like yeah but there are things that are living there that need our attention and need our assistance so there's no snow days level three doesn't mean anything to us we're getting there to take (laughs) care of your patients so it's it's not really sacrifice but you don't get to sleep in your nice warm bed well and anybody who's ever owned a pet understands that that pet is is part of a family right right right? when they wake you up at four in the morning because they want their kitty chow yeah that's part of the family (laughs) the kids waking you up and you guys board cats as we well, do. even if you didn't have yeah. one in the hospital mm-hmm. part of it. Because you're also, you are a hospital, right? You house yep. the, the, the sick animals. Yep. And then on the other side, you have the... We have mom and dad the, are on, the vacation. Ones on vacation. And then the kitties yeah. are on vacation too. I remember um, right after 9-11 hit, um, we had people who were vacationing and who were in New York and who were um, overseas. And we were boarding their pets um, and they couldn't get home. You know, and they were so worried. Right. I mean, everything was delayed and canceled and communication was difficult for people who were in New York to call us to ask, you know, tell, to, can I please keep my cat there a few more days? And we just sat back and we're like, relax. Your pets are safe. Nothing's going to happen to them. We're here. And honestly, God, you know, thank God nothing happened in Columbus. But if something did, we would still have to come and take care of those little guys. So, um, yeah, the kitties rely on us to, to be there. So there's no, 
there's no getting to sleep in a little a little later or no snow days right, for us. So. Right, right. Again, it's not a go. sacrifice, though. I mean, that's what we sign up to do. It's it's something that's expected, and it's something that we really celebrate and treasure to be there for these kitties and right, their owners. Right. So. It's really wonderful that you have something that brings you so much joy. Oh, it really does. It really does. Even yeah. on the bad days, it, it really yeah. does. That's cool. I wish I had a, like a laundry list of challenges. Honest, I mean, there's the day-to-day challenges like, oh, uh, it's a, a quiet month. All the kitties are healthy. That's great. How am I going to make payroll? You know, you think about financial things like that, but it doesn't matter. It does, that doesn't matter. It's taking care of the cats. If you provide the best service and the best care, then all those other things will work themselves out. They'll handle yeah. themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So if you were going to do it all over again, is there anything you'd do differently? Wow. I would have done it earlier. Honestly, I would have bought the practice earlier. Yep, I would have. Um, granted, waiting for the state of Ohio to allow that to happen, I was kind of on their timeline. But given, um, yeah, if if that wasn't a situation, I would have started this so much earlier. So did that law just go into effect about four years? You? Yeah, okay. about four years ago. Um, I could own. I could be a partial owner with a veterinarian as long as they were the majority owner. Um, I realize that I'm probably not a partner person. You know, I like having. I like being able to make those decisions, um, and I don't. Uh, I feel comfortable and confident in the decisions that I make, right. which is a different Andrea than maybe the Andrea four years ago. So yeah. uh, start earlier, yeah. But I do like where growing. I feel yeah. like I, I like who I am and where I am right now in my decision making for yeah. the practice. Yeah. So. Um, is there any advice that you would give to, um, you know, someone thinking about the same kind of thing, whether it's a vet practice or even just buying another kind of business? Yeah, and, yeah. And, um, you know, do your research. Make sure that you're in love with the company that you're looking to buy um, or start. Um, I was fortunate that a lot of it, the startup stuff was already done for me. And being in that culture and in that practice for so long, I, it was easy to 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 see what I was getting. Right. You're so knowledgeable. Yeah. Yeah. When you're starting it on your own, I mean, you're responsible for coming up with that culture and coming up with your vision and all that. Um, And if you haven't worked in a practice or another business to get the feel for that, you just want to make sure that, that the people that are there are going to follow your, your vision for it. um, And that the people that you hire are going to, to want to continue or want to, help you to grow your your vision and make it come alive. Um, I think that sometimes we get stuck working in the business and we're not able to, it's so cliche, but work on your business. You're right. not able to, to, to see the forest because of the trees and see what, what you could make this, how you could make this bigger or better or just more personal to you. Um, so spending time in it as well as on it is really is really important right. before buying. I do think it is hard to set aside that time to work oh, on a, it right. when you're so wrapped up in the day-to-day mm-hmm. yep. in it. Seriously, I could just yeah. pet kitties all day, but I'm like, no, Andrea, we got to figure <laughs> out how we're going to grow this thing. So put that right. kitty down. And <laughs> Well, and I, I, I sometimes think that, you know, the single most important um, piece of, of a business is is hiring. Mm-hmm. It's right? yeah, yeah. And, and hiring the right people. Yeah. And like you were just saying that um share your vision uh and and display the kind of business that you want to be. Yeah. If they see, I mean if if your employees see 
that leadership is going a certain way and, and pushing and leading us into um, the future and the growth and the vision that you have. And they buy into it. It becomes their vision too. Right. They take ownership too. And I yeah. love that. And I just, I see that with my team. They are, I mean, we are all on the same page. And those people who don't see that, it takes them a little while to maybe get up the that buy-in, um, but, and maybe it's not a good fit, and that's okay. That is totally right. okay. Those special cat people who have, who share that vision are out there. Um, God, it sounds like we're a cult, but <laughs> we're not really. <laughs> but um, we, uh, those people are out there, and that makes their job even more fulfilling when they see what their role is going to be in the future of, of cats only and taking care of the cats. I get so excited. My whole team is so excited about the things that I come up with. Yeah. Or if, if they're not, they're lying to me and they're doing a damn good job. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so my last question is, how do you define success and how do you know when you've achieved so it? Oh, wow, that is so hard. I go back to not working a day in my life. I am successful because I don't dread going to work. I love going to work. I love seeing the people that I work with. I love seeing the owners that bring their cats in and their cats. That is successful to me because I, I don't, I don't want to ever dread anything at this stage in my life. I only want joy and, and peace and all that gratitude yeah. and all that beautiful thing, things in my life. I want that. Um, so to me, that's a huge, a huge success. I want, the people on my team to feel that way too. I want them to know that they're appreciated in the things that they do. I think if, if they, if, if our clients and my staff and the cats feel that we've done everything that we can to make their experience better and enrich their lives, then I'm successful. Also, going on vacation wouldn't be a bad. <laughs> wouldn't be a bad. That's coming. It's coming. You gotta have but a vacation. You gotta have a vacation. Yeah, I love it. A, oh, yeah. Well, it sounds like you have a great staff, Thank and you can rely on them to take care of things while you're gone. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of just, making yourself right, do it. Right? right. Plan it. Put it on the calendar. Put it on the calendar. Put it on the calendar. I do have a great happen. team, and they will cover cover it yeah, when I go on vacation. You know they will. I don't want to miss anything, though. I don't want to miss these cats yeah. and our clients. But imagine. Mm -hmm. um, you, uh, I, I don't know, like, whether, I, I can't imagine that you sit in an office all day long. Like, I, don't. I would imagine you're out roaming That's around. That's like a punishment. You're the greeter. Yep. You're the, I'll take the cat back. And I'll, you, then you go play with, like, I, I would imagine that you're, yes. you're kind of. I am out there, there all the time. Yeah. If I have to sit in my office, like when I do payroll or if I do quarterly taxes, something like that, it literally is a punishment to me. And I feel like, oh, this is the worst. I, I'm never going to get out of this office. An hour later, right. I'm petting cats and talking to people. And yeah. I don't know, it enriches my life more than anything. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would think so too, you know, if, if you're a cat person, um, that working in that environment, um, like we were saying earlier, cats can be very therapeutic. I mean, any animal mm -hmm. can really for that matter. Um, but if it, if you are having a bad day or stress oh. and you know, just take a few minutes and go hold yeah. a cat and just hold a cat. Yeah. Supposedly, and I don't know how accurate this or how real this is, but the purr of a cat has the same, I don't know what the word is, hurts or ohms as the, the yoga that, um, and that's supposed to be like the sound of the universe. And supposedly a cat's purr is equal to that. And I'll tell you, when I'm holding the cat and they're purring at me, I feel a little better about everything. So. Really? Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Well, as we wrap up, let's um, make sure that our listeners know how to find you. Um, so web, 
Great. Social media. Sure, sure. Um, we're Cats Only Veterinary Clinic. Our website is catsonlyvc.com, VC like veterinary clinic. Um, social media, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, uh, Twitter, a little bit of Twitter, not a whole lot of Twitter. Um, and we're on Riverside Drive, just a mile north of Lane Avenue and a quarter mile south of Fishinger Road. And we speak meow. We really do. We understand what they're saying. That's great. Andrea, thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for subscribing, downloading, and listening to Business Inspires, a monthly podcast of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. Our innovative and active chamber is successful because of our smart and engaged members who cultivate our strong business community. With more than 60 years as an integral part of the Grandview, Upper Arlington, and Marble Cliff communities, the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership is dedicated to a single purpose, the success of the business community. You can find a link to our website in the podcast notes to learn more about the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. For information about this podcast, to schedule a guest appearance, or to find out more about sponsoring this podcast, our contact information is in the podcast notes. Make sure you rate and review our podcast on iTunes. That helps us spread the word about Business Inspires. At the Bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high flying to all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. We've created unlimited data plans for your business because one minute you're the receptionist. Hello, how can I help? The logistics manager. Okay, lift at your end. That's it now, to me. The new business consultant. Will do. I'll pop over and give you a quote. And you've still got to make the tea. Your business doesn't have limits, so why should your data allowance? New and limited data plans from Vodafone Business. The future is exciting. Ready? Max download, upload, speed, apply to data. Coverage may vary. Terms at vodafone.co.uk slash terms.